Hi, and warm welcome to season four of Fail and Grow. Fully focused now on OPEX, operational excellence. This is a podcast show for you who have the goal to have a friction-free operational excellence. We dig deep and get all nerdy about revenue acceleration, sales and buyer enablement, customer experience, everything that smoothens your operations and increase your revenue and profits. This is a podcast show with me, Vilma. I'm one of the co-founders of VeloxQ CPQ. Fail and Grow is powered by VeloxQ, your next generation CPQ tool seamlessly integrated with your favorite CRM and the rest of the ecosystem. So today, it's really exciting because I've tried to get this dude on the podcast for a long time. And he's actually the only one giving me feedback uh, on this podcast. So guys, please give me more feedback. And one of the things that Josef uh, asked about, he will today answer himself. So Josef, he is more or less a little bit everywhere. He uh, casts people to the Swedish uh, Dragon Nest. He uh, is a co-founder of VAM, a really cool video tool that we use ourselves. He has had a podcast show previously that was very, very famous in Sweden. And now he has uh, a new podcast show that I listened to, Johnny from Mentimeter, who I learned also is an angel investor in your company. So, Joseph, I'm really keen to get to know you better and warmly welcome to Failing Grow. Thank you for letting me be a part of Failing Grow. So, how are you today? I know you're down in the sunny, sunny side of Europe. You're in, in Marbs, right? Yeah, uh, right, right now I, I, I've been working here for a couple of weeks and uh, life is good, feeling good <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it's, it's good right now. Wonderful, wonderful. So if you would to describe uh, them with your own words or maybe do the VC pitch, what would you say? I haven't talked with VCs sharply now for a while and I don't plan to <laughs> do that until we have the really like nice hockey hockey stick curve. So so basically we, we're saying, saying that we are video as a message. We are, mm-hmm. we are a sales tool that focusing on video for sales team. So we help sales team with two big problems. We help you close more deals and we help you book more meetings, period in personalized and automated, semi-automated ways, uh, integrated with your other sales tools. Nice. And what would you say, I mean, since you now have the chance, what would you describe your ECP like? Who are those most successful using them? That's why I'm, one of the reasons I'm here, because our best ICP is sales team at B2B SaaS companies. And that's why I founded my new podcast, partly also B2B Mm. SaaS CEO. So I would say sales team, B2B SaaS companies, but also other B2B companies that are selling something where either you as a person are really important, or you need to show something on your screen and explain Mm. how the product works, et cetera. There, a tool like VAM really can double your sales and up to 4x the amount of book meetings quickly. Really interesting. And what we're going to do today is that we're going to talk about the video stats and how the effect actually is in the sales process. So I have a bunch of questions, but I will save them for later. And now I want to ask you a tricky question, I would say, since when I when, when I asked for you to prepare for this podcast show, I was like, okay, you have to say your favorite after work drink. And then you said, but I've actually realized I don't like to go to after work. <laughs> so so how, how do we manage this yourself? Do you have an idea? <laughs> I, I think you put, put it partly out of context. I, some, some after works, I... I can enjoy but when i think of uh, that question i like it was so much artworks in june and like <laughs> late may so i'm like oh shit no more artworks <laughs> uh, some artworks can be good but uh, w- when it's too too many artworks i don't like it uh, basically and uh, i have actually i haven't drink uh, drank alcohol for seven years plus soon eight years oh. wow. but i have i have a favorite drink my favorite uh, after work but also uh, in favorite drink is uh, an alcohol, uh, a non-alcoholic strawberry mojito. Mm. That is, yeah, that is really that. That is a good after work if I can get that and good company around me. That's a good one, and it's. I mean, it's tricky not to like that one. I would say. Yeah. 
quite uh, recently when I, uh, or the, actually, I think it is the previous podcast show I recorded was with uh, Bosse Matson, founder of Synth and now also J12 Ventures. He doesn't like Afterworks at all either. So maybe you have something in common there if yeah. you want to raise money in the future and that you have a reason to speak. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Wilma you, said you that. always have <laughs> so, some sort of angle, so then, then yeah. I can have angle. Why not? Why not? Okay, thank you so much for sharing. And I'm now very curious about your funniest work-related fuck-up. So I'm sure you have a bunch of them. I mean, we all have. So which one are you going to let us know yeah, about I, today? <laughs> I saw this question uh, just before we're gonna, uh, we were going to jump in, in, in this uh, interview. And I realized, ah, like you say, I, ha- I have so many, but not funny uh, I, I and then then i um, remember I, I really i think it's very funny so i hope that the listeners will think that too uh, sure. it, when I, it was when i did arrange my workout parties for like six five six years ago because i have a, a partly event background also mm. uh, so i i arranged the largest training slash workout parties in sweden Wow! It was um, almost uh, yeah, one thousand people in an exit, uh, yeah, like the small Ericsson Globe, and we had uh, celebrity uh, workout celebrities on the stage and and uh, non-alcoholic drinks in the bar, and we were. It was an amazing nice. event for uh, people that love to work out, but also yeah, have a good time without drunk people and uh, fights, etc. Uh, so, so now to the uh, the fuck up. Uh, uh, I, uh, since I have an event background and I work with out of office before and stir group and etc., I know mm, how to create too. a good feeling. Uh, so w- when you're gonna start up the show etc., you, you you darken the environment, and I love this is uh, fuckler. I don't know the English word mm. for that. Uh, and then also confetti cannons. So that is my thing. I love to shoot confetti cannons. <laughs> it, it's so fun, whether you're at Barnes or an actor. So I had my team of uh, uh, work at parties crew and, mm. and my co-founder. Mm. And the thing was that we lower it down and before the drop, we should go out and all uh, like 10 people on stage with is uh, Fackler and confetti cannons and then the drop boom, super cool. <laughs> And I was first. I lighted my, and then, then I just gave it, uh, gave it to the second person, and went out to stage. And I stand there alone, in front of one thousand people, approximately. I'm like looking like a fool, and then I look back, <laughs> and like, what the fuck? Where is everybody? They are staying in the background. They are lighters and confetti. So, so, so that is like. There is like a really funny moment I will never forget <laughs> where I go out and like, woo, now we're going to check out. <laughs> and if you're 10 people, uh, then like, some of them were really like uh, personal traits, looking cool, etc. Th- then it's not, not a problem. But if you're standing there alone, like, no. <laughs> it's that, wonderful. That, yeah. So, so that, that is a moment I, I thought, ah, it's, it's funny. And it was a quite huge truck up and I, I can share it. So... So Thank you for is. that. <laughs> At least it gave me a, a great laugh. <laughs> uh, hopefully, uh, also uh, a lot of, of, of the audience today, but <laughs> that must be like, oh, no. <laughs> moment. Uh, and, and, the, and the lesson from that story is to like, not double check, triple check things that are live moments that you can't like do again triple shake it not just double shake it uh, triple, triple shake it. so you don't make a fool of yourself because when it comes to live things when you have customers guests etc uh, then you can't yeah they, they will remember it etc so, so, so that is the, the lesson learned now we will try to be uh, a bit more serious we're going to jump into today's subject we haven't really, or maybe I should say, I haven't really put a label on it. But uh, from, from my heart, I would say, uh, I mean, we have this discussion, how sales and marketing should align. I mean, if someone just tells you that sentence, you're like, oh, you get to fall asleep instantly. But this is, I mean, for me at least, it's, it's almost the same feeling. Use video for beep sake. 
I mean, I, you know, I previously worked at GetAccept and we know that uh, everyone using a video connected to your proposal has a much, much higher hit rate. We talked about back at the time, uh, 34% higher hit rate. I mean, that is, I mean, if you only send a video with your proposal, <laughs> I mean, Christ, why don't you do it? Exactly. You, you, you can smile and wave and say like 15 seconds. Yes, 15 seconds. So maybe you could, I mean, talk about it a little bit better than me, but this is the why you should use video in your sales or business. I mean, maybe overall. Uh, is that, is, could we put that, <laughs> that, that label on it, today's topic, or do you prefer another one? You are the expert here. Oh, I, I, I think you know your format and crowd better than me. And when I, when I talk about my area, I always just say, video for sales mm, keep it simple yeah i don't know about the clickbait video in sales but no, no, no. <laughs> it, 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 no it, it's not so it's not so good as a clickbait but yes <laughs> main topic but if you want the clickbait uh, uh, you can spin it like you you are losing 75 percent of your prospects or you are losing ho- half of your deals with no video it, yeah you you can spin it angles like that but uh, you you know you, you know how to spin it better than me but uh, w- w- we can decide that topic later yeah, but um i just felt boom there you have it so why i invited joseph today is that i know that you have a lot of stats of using video with sales so maybe i should start with the question why did you why did you decide upon to found VAM? But maybe, I mean, I want it connected to the video part. So if you just dig deeper into the video, why and how is this important to use in the sales process? The first thing, uh, we need to take it to the real basic here. So, so people will just hopefully feel and understand how stupid it is to not use video. And that is, we are human beings. And as humans, we the normal way of connecting to another human uh, is uh, through the talk and uh, in person. Th- th- that is the normal way. That is some, what we have been doing for uh, tens of thousands of years. That uh, you, you are clan leader X and I'm clan leader Z and we, we are on a field and is Vilma dangerous? Is she an enemy or is she a potential friend, etc.? Yeah, yeah that, that is basically human nature. So this you can't do with an email a paper or phone. The normal way of human interaction is that I see you, you see me, I maybe see a smile, I see your eyes, and I immediately feel I trust her and I like her or not. That is like the really basics and essential part of why video is so powerful because video is the closest thing we can do compared to how we are... uh, yeah, how we work, uh, work as humans. And that is like what, everything I would tell you going forward. You need to remember email isn't natural. Phone isn't natural. You are actively working toward, n- not with, but against scientific, how, how we are built as smarter monkeys, basically. This is, this is the basic of why video works because this is how we are built as humans. And I just need always to start with that if, if I'm yeah, going to go forward. So, so, so people think later on how stupid it is now when they maybe know another way of solving their problems to build trust, build rapport, get somebody to like me, etc. And uh, when we, know, we now know that, we can start looking at it from the customer's point of view because when it's marketing and sales, it's always... From the customer's point of view, uh, we I, I'm I want your time, Vilma. I want your money. So then you you are the decision maker here. So first thing first here, I would say, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but the normal way of working with I will talk more about sales than marketing, but you can use it in both areas. It's phone, it's email, and it's LinkedIn. Right, those are three major. Yeah. I was uh, definitely, I would say so. Yes. And old school. Or I would hate to admit it, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 but th- th- that is like now, uh, from my point of view, and uh, the most people agree with me when I say this, the, the m- three most common ways to connect quickly 
with many prospects. Of course, you can do events, etc. But to connect, mm. if you have a sales team, to connect with prospects and start a dialogue and sell, it's either phone, email, or LinkedIn. That is right. the, the, the three big. And, and I, I'm a, like ambassador for video because I advocate that it's going to be the big four, not the big three, and that mm. video is a part of that. And now I will tell you why. Because I, I promised you I had two use cases, two, uh, two, two big problems where you're going to uh, use video. And I'm, I'm going to tell you the stats about the, uh, every, every step, etc. Would you like me to start Vilma with when it's totally cold or when it's like mid-funnel uh, to get more booked meetings or close more deals? What, what, what angle is the most interesting to start? Mm, I would like you to start with the one that you think most people aren't doing today so for the listeners i mean this is where they can find most potential to increase their growth and to smoothen their operational excellence the most yes one but <laughs> the, the, the most people ask me for the cold outreach but mm. that one is so much harder and trickier so people are boom, uh, not, not, not making it right so easy as in mid-funnels. So, so mm. I will actually start with mid-funnel. Start with mid-funnel then. then because we can it's so much it more easier. Uh, Sounds good. To, and, then, uh, and then roll it out to top funnel when it's cold. So uh, the, the story I always tell here uh, is that uh, now it will be a bit storytelling. So, so, so no worries. <laughs> you have had a meeting. You have had yes. a meeting with your co-founder, Emil. Mm? Uh, you're good at selling VLOXQ, so you wow Emil. Uh, it feels good. You come to me, Joseph, uh, I had a really good meeting with Emil. Oh, nice, nice. I'm going to close this deal. But then it goes three days, 10 days, like it can be classic B2B. Emil wants to talk with uh, a colleague, etc., or some life comes across. And then he starts ghosting you, or at least not being as enthusiastic about VLOXQ anymore. What mm -hmm. happened? And the thing is here, now I'm going to start talking about numbers. The first thing is that Emil most likely Vilma heard only 50% of your pitch. Human listening, this is something all salespeople need to understand that even though you have a great meeting, Vilma just from my end only heard 50%. So <laughs> half is gone right away. But this is enough for the, the best salespeople because the value VLOXQ can do for your prospect is so huge. So it's, it's still like, hmm, it's interesting. I want to talk more. But then the second step kicks in. Ebbinghaus forgetting curve. Ebbinghaus was a master when it comes to memory science. And his science shows that after just three days, you have forgotten approximately 80% of the knowledge you learned. So 80% so, of the 50%. It's much, yeah, not exactly. much left so, there. <laughs> exactly. So if they remember uh, my name, it's good. <laughs> so, so basically in the most of the meetings and demos, your prospects will only, when they are sitting and going to figure it out, what was VLOXQ all about? They are, they are sitting approximately with 10% of all the value that, that, that you thought they, they know this. No, they don't. They, they only remember approximately 10%. This is just math. Mm -hmm. And then it gets worse because... When you're selling uh, B2B, there is not a sole decision maker. Most likely, Emil should convince Vilma also or one more person, etc. So you just talk with Emil. Yeah, he only remembers 10% of the value. So it's up to Emil then. This is like crazy. I don't <laughs> It's so crazy. So people actually believe that your champion, Emil, because he likes you, Vilma. Initially, he likes you and uh, think you had a great off. Uh, people actually think that Emil is going to go and wow with the other decision makers with 10% of the value. And he has never pitched VLOXQ before. <laughs> so people actually think that somebody with that little percentage should wow the rest and stick out his neck uh, because it's always uh, politics, etc. in some companies, mm -hmm. uh, what going to prioritize resources, etc. It, it's so crazy that people think that Emil is going to do a really crushing pitch for you. And then the rest that only hears 50% of what he says, 5% are going to, wow, we're going to buy VLOXQ. No, this isn't so reasonable. So now, now when you all, uh, when, when you know these numbers, 
you know where I'm going. We're here to talk about video. So the solution here is that we're going to be really basics. If you are a smart salesperson or marketer, you're going you're gonna to note down what was the thing, Vilma, you did that made Emil said, wow. What is your wow factor in your demo? That is something you write down. And then at the end of your meeting, you say to Emil, Emil, it's been a pleasure. And then you fish for who is the other decision makers. Uh, you should, if you don't do that in your demo right now, you should always ask for all the stakeholders so you have that noted down. And then you do like this. Okay, Emil, I will, I will send over a quick personal video to you and to Johan and to Anna. I will greet them by their name, build rapport with them, and help you sell VLOXQ internally by serving you the best wow factor that I showed you. I'm very certain that Emil will thank you, Vilma, because initially, like we discussed, he are wowed by you. Initially, before life's kicking in the neighboring house, forgetting her, etc., he, he thinks, oh, that, that sounds great. Please send me that quick example so I can uh, take it in turn four because you just made his job easier. He are interested, mm. but he don't want to stick his neck out. So it's, it's a win there. He will like it even more. And then when you just take one, two, three minutes, because it shouldn't, shouldn't be too long, uh, because you know it's a, their internal meeting, they don't know you. Emma can just say, okay, look, I had a great meeting with Vilma and Vilosku. Have a look. Push, push play, push play. Yeah. Press play. <laughs> and then you pops up there with your mm. conviction, with your passion, and make sure that decision makers at least hear 50% and 5% of the value. And, and it's it's so simple math when, when, when I tell this in, the, in this area. There, there is, of course, statistics that you, you will either half your sales cycle or close much more the double amount of this because of the amount of impact you're doing when it takes the most time. So if you sell B2B and you are not in demos or meetings where you can close your customers right now, video is crucial for you. And this is why I always start mid-funnel because if you now hear, ah, oh, shit, VAM or Vidyard or uh, another video tool out there, you can try. I'm not scared for getting competition. You can try. You can try different tools. If you try them and use code, you will most likely boo. You will not uh, succeed. But if you use it for this use case, Vilma email that we discussed, he looking forward to your video, so he will yeah, actually okay. give it a shot mm. uh, compared to when it's very cold. Mm. So this is why you always should use video because of. Human listening, ebbing house forgetting curve, and up to 10x the impact when it matters the most. Because if you use video later down the road with get accept another uh, signing tools, etc., the deal is basically quite warm, but right now it's cold, but not totally cold. So here you can do tremendous impact with video mm. if you just help your champions wow their colleagues. So th th this is how you should use Video. And start with a very good way to start with video because you already had that initial call with someone. Maybe it's uh, less scary to yeah. record a video. I mean, everyone I've talked to trying to influence them to use video is always like that. Uh, yeah, but it's scary. Or if I have a bad hair day, lots of girls says also men, <laughs> but 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 main, mainly women. It's like, yeah, but when you've done the 10 first, you don't care anymore. I remember when I, I recorded a video, uh, I was outside at the parking lot at midsummer. You know, it's it's crazy times yeah. in Sweden before the day before midsummer. And we were going to, you can guess where, Systembolaget, yes, right, buying some alcohol for the midsummer parties, right? We aren't that good as you are, not non-alcoholic people. <laughs> My friends, they are thirsty ones. So I was like, crazy, I have to do this video recording. I have to send it now. And I was sitting there with my computer in the car going around with this, and I just, you know, wow, I don't really care. I don't care at all that I'm recording a video because I already had a contact with this person. Yeah, they know exactly. who I am. It's not that uh, scary anymore. So I think that is a great way to introduce video to your team. To, I mean, I don't know, five, 10, 15 pilots, a little bit um, braver maybe than the other ones and sending out to people you already talked to. Exactly. That's and Great advice. And I always hear this also. What about perfect, Joseph? No. V video shouldn't be perfect, and uh, this is why. 
people don't trust perfect because if you are perfect you are a robot and I, and I i don't i don't trust that people do business with people so if you have an uh, uh or like you said Vilma, with the backgrounds if you have one to three things that is a bit odd or not perfect amazing that, that is amazing. <laughs> if you really crash it with 10 or 20, okay, then you can do a retake. But you know, when you do it, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but people don't trust 100% perfect. And that is why so many people don't trust politicians either, because they mm. want to be perfect. They don't want to right. be like humans. So mm. be a human, don't be a robot. Yeah. Right. And good. Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's selection day in, in, in Sweden today, or it was yesterday. We don't know the results yet. So that was a good uh, waving in the, the, the reality, too, with the politicians. Uh, and you also said you also said that if you start using video during cold call, you will probably not succeed. But if I want to implement it in the cold calls, how do I succeed? Okay, and uh, yeah, this was the other problem. Uh, yeah. So, so now we're jumping. And I'm so uh, curious. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so there are, uh, first, I ne really need to put out the framework out there so you and the listeners understand where I'm coming from. Uh, there is four classic phases of all code outreach from my, uh, when it's talk about LinkedIn or email. Uh, phone is pretty much the same, but it's not about opening an email, etc. cetera. Uh, and phase number one, that all prospects need to pass is mm. opening your message or email, phase number one. Mm. Phase number two, they screen it. A few mm. seconds, they screen it quickly. <laughs> phase number three, you read it, Vilma, and you put up more time. And phase number four in old school uh, prospecting is you hope, like, please <laughs> take 30 minutes with me. Mm. And, and we have two big problems here that I need to address so, so it makes sense. The first thing first to, to succeed, and why I say it's hard to succeed with video here, is that most salespeople are not actually good of succeeding with phase one to three, meaning write a good subject line. Mm. What? Get somebody to stop in a cold email, how? And mm. copyright, I, I'm not a copywriter, are you? So, so, so if you don't manage phase one to three, of course you won't succeed with book a meeting phase four or a video phase four. Would you here encourage uh, sales managers to do that first one to three? I mean, to have those prepared e or maybe automated even emails with the subject lines that you actually do no work or, or how much uh, creativity would you encourage sales manager to let the salespeople have here? I, I, I understand this is a maybe a bit of topic question, but since it's going to the number four book the meeting, or I guess click at the bottom, look at the video, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, because then what, 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 the, this is the first problem with the faces. And I would say, as long as you are not a like super conservative, strict company, like a square, let your say, as long as it's uh, super crazy, let your sales people try it out. I, I'm A-B testing all, all the time, like which, mm. which topic, how should I spin it, etc. cetera. The, the most essential part here is that they actually should open it and then they should stop and read it. And if you succeed here, you can move forward to the second problem. And this is now, I hope Vilma, you will agree to me. It's, it's so crazy that people actually think that if I email you and you don't know about, uh, anything about me, I get you to open my email, I get you to screen it three seconds, five seconds, and I get you to stop because maybe a personalized gift or you saw a video, etc. something moved, you saw yourself and you actually read it then. Uh, if I don't have a video, uh, it's out of the blue that I actually think that you should go from three seconds, 30 seconds, 30 minutes. It's like you, you are crushing in a threshold that is like Mount Everest. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's 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 so crazy that people actually think that you should go from nothing to all into a meeting. People are very strict with meetings these days. So here, when I do this and show this on stage, etc., it's a graph. You will see that it makes much more sense that we, that it, if I ask you for one, two, three minutes from thirty seconds, because then it's a much more it's it's like a hill climb and not Mount Everest. You you are not hitting a brick wall. You are going step by step, step by step, because Vilma, if I got your attention, you, you won't see a video if you don't know me and what about, you're not stupid. 
But if I package it in the right way, I sell the quick video and mm, this is interesting. Can you here either say yes or no? Would you rather like to give me first two minutes than 30 minutes? Yeah, if it isn't, I mean, a super spot on problem, but then I would look at the video anyhow and book the meeting. So I would and be more warm. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, so, so this is the second problem that too many people are too cold and ask for too much from you as a prospect. Mm -hmm. And this is by having a video, you can lower the threshold significantly and, and, and make it more humanly how you prospect with people. So, so when you jump in a meeting with me, you actually know what, what problem I want to solve. You have seen it and seeing is believing. Remember what I told you in the beginning of the, how we are humans. And mm -hmm. also now some bit more nerdy fact here. Fact mm -hmm. number one, according to campaign monitor, click-through rates increase with 65% if you have a video in it. So up to 65% just by having a video in it because people are interested in video if it's relevant. Mm -hmm. That is fact number one. And fact number two from WordStream and Forbes, a viewer can contain up to 95% of a message in video. So it's not even 50 human listening, up to 95, but compared to 10% perceiving it in text. So, so this is like so much more relevant also to get your prospect or a customer to see a video because then they will get the connection to you. They will consume mm. the info much more and they will be much more eager to buy when you are in a meeting with them. And they mm. are much more likely to take a meeting also because they basically, you, you can basically, Vilma, say this exactly the same thing in your written pitch, as you say in your video message, but mm. you're just showing, uh, showing Vlogs Q and saying the same thing. And you will have up to 10x more impact because video is so much more powerful. I feel stressed now. It's like, I have to restart, restart recording videos in my outreach. I mean, like now I don't have time to record this podcast anymore. I have to just record videos and send, send them out to people to engage in a, I mean, in a modern way. I mean, as you say, human to human, it's like, hi, Yusef, I'm reaching out to you because of blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah. it feels much more personal. I'm actually interested to talk to you at VAM because Vlux should help you with whatever it is. I mean... And if I'm going to throw yeah. a bit more facts here, because do it. Uh, st storytelling and fact, this was a few years ago. This was actually four years ago. So I think the number is even more crazy now. But in Sweden, mm -hmm. mm. one third of millennials, my generation, I'm 29, um, mm got almost like panic attacks when the phone rang and they didn't know <laughs> the number. When the phone rang and they didn't know the number, they, they got really like hard to breathe. Like, like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, like, like small, not, not panic attacks, but really like anxious. Yeah. Mm. That, that was from studies for like three or four years ago. So, wow. so, so if you think that the new generation of the decision makers, because if you look at companies, millennials now are starting to get in good position and, and yeah. we, shouldn't even talk about, we shouldn't even talk about Generation Z <laughs> with talking live, <laughs> etc. So if you think that you're going to cold call people and email mm -hmm. people and they are going to jump in a meeting with you, who are you? I'm not talking to you. <laughs> this is like, this is the new mm -hmm. way of interaction uh, for the next generation, for people that is uh, millennials and below. So all this, when it comes together, I hope you will, man, if you, you can understand it, um, the other people that you know who have listening also can see how stupid it is to you to just let status quo or that if you are like, quote, I'm scared for video getting in, in the way of you by getting up to 4X, even more than 4X booked meetings, Mm. and double the amount of sales. And I can be re really certain now on the, on the Forex because the Forex case study, that is from HubSpot starting to using the, uh, the video player Vidyard, the, the Canadian, mm. one of our competitors. Mm. When they started to do exactly the same thing that mm. they did with sequences, but just added quick personalized video, Forex, Forex increased in book meetings because video works. Mm. And th th this was this was just I think it was like one and a half two two years ago. So it was up to no. date. It's not like long time ago because I think in four to seven years 
almost like 50 to 80% of the sales team will work like this. And of course, you can't get that amount of increased result then if everybody is doing something. But mm -hmm. right now, it's an open goal to start using video in the right way. So, mm -hmm. so you, you, you should just, like you said, push yourself out there. We, with our tool, we have a teleprompter. So you can actually, you can read from a script in the beginning. So you actually mm, can just great. have a, you, you can, you can focus on your smile and yeah. just read from a script and then, yeah. then it will be good. Did, did because you... that was actually one of the first thing I realized when start uh, recording videos, how important it is to smile. And it's quite tricky to smile and remember what to say and maybe also, you know, personalize it. And you can't maybe just do the manuscript part if I should say something for you at VAM. Yeah. I mean, how tricky it is to smile at the same time. I'm yeah. doing it now because we're also recording the same video. Your podcast the listeners, you don't see that, but 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 Yusuf sees me. <laughs> but it, it's, it's super tricky. So that was actually my next question. If you have this uh, uh, easy wins, how to do a good video, because I would guess the only thing I would know is to smile and uh, not that it should be, it shouldn't be that long, too long, maybe less than a minute. But so, what so, is your advice here? So, so the, the benchmark here, uh, of course, I have looked at the numbers and this is from YouTube tutorials, uh, millions of videos. First mm. stop is two minutes. If mm -hmm. it's up to two minutes, that's quite and, long, isn't it? Yeah, uh, but if you have something real mm -hmm. of interest, like a, a quick tutorial, this is a quick demo. Up to two minutes, uh, research has shown people can have up to hundred percent focus. Oh. Uh, I, I, I would recommend one to one and a half minute, like mm -hmm. you said more. But th that was from the research I saw. That was from like 2020, and uh, the second stop, if you're gonna do like a longer walkthrough or onboarding, etc., is 13, one, three minutes, because mm -hmm. after that, then it's really dark. After, <laughs> so, so, and go start. <laughs> so, so, so that is the, that is like the two benchmarks, two minutes and 30 minutes, uh, 13 minutes, because mm -hmm. if, if it's longer than that, you are, you are totally missing the goal here. So if you were going to, I've actually written down some names of the com some companies I want to do the outreach to. I'm going to record this video for the first time. Would you still recommend me to use those up to two minutes or how would you recommend to start to start the sequences? <laughs> with? Uh, so, so, so this is something uh, we have like tailor made for them. That is like a really strong USB for us. And that is that we have macros. And that is a macro uh, is a shortcut and a template. So, so you have your standardized demos and mm. you do the first nice uh, parts. And mm. this is really powerful because then you can, have, nice. you can have your 45 seconds or your 90 seconds demo and mm. like should be somewhere in between. So it's not getting boring you have right. speed. And then the first part is 15 to 30 seconds. So it's, mm. hi Vilma, I've been following you for six months. I think you're doing recorded from your LinkedIn page, maybe. I think you're doing great stuff. And as you can see, we are, we are connected. I've been it for a while. And now, uh, since I managed to caught your interest uh, and you see that this is not spam, I've done my research, please, can you give me one more minute? And then mm. here it comes. Boom, stop. The rest is fully automated. The rest in the sequence can be fully automated, combined with the right CTA, the right demo. That is how I always recommend at least mm. if you know your pitch, so you have a, a good enough demo, so you're not mm. like throwing leads away. But if you have a good enough demo, so you know, at least two people said it a while here, then right. I, I always recommend it like record a standards demo that you mm. a lot with the right CTA, and then you hyper-personalize the first part because mm. sales and prospecting is a numbers game. So yes. you be quick, but you can't shoot out spam because nobody likes spam. Uh, so, so this is how I already recommend uh, always like 10 to 30 seconds, the first part, uh, and then something happens, something new starts, and, and that is 45 to 90 seconds. Uh, mm. Then you get the best of both words, approximately one to one and a half minute, boom, you will, you will save yourself a lot of time, but you are also super personal. So mm. no like or no Emil or anybody out there can, can say that this wasn't a personalized email from Joseph because it was right. personalized. But mm. it was very in an easy way, in an yeah. effective way, time effective way. Okay, wonderful. We have again uh, so many 
uh, stats today. Uh, the only one I was uh, aware about before was the 95%, 10% means seeing it in a video compared to text. I mean, I, I still think that is one of my favorites because it says so much, you know, with all the decision makers and the champion that you talked about with the 10% on remembering. I mean, that's just crazy. I just yeah. feel with you the frustration that you have and the passion that you have when you talk about it. That is but, but it's good also where you say frustration because since I have so much of a blue ocean right now, BAM can actually be one of those Swedish unicorns in five to 10 years. That is like, it can, it, a pandemic came, it, people started to shift their behavior a bit. And then somebody like me and a few others just come out there and like really did a lot of communication. And yes, like you say, I am been saying and telling these stories a lot. And I, I will most likely tell this story like 10,000 more times before. <laughs> before the whole world understand it. But it's good that I'm frustrated because then it means that people don't doing the right thing right now. Yeah, I love it. And I, I, I share for you so much. I really, really hope, I keep my fingers crossed that you became one of the unicorns. That's, uh, I mean, then you would at least be in the failing growth in the very early ages. I mean, that at least would be super cool to have you in the podcast <laughs> so long before you became a unicorn. But uh, that, yeah, of course, that would be great. And I can really see the value of, of the service that you bring. And is there something, uh, something else regarding video that we haven't talked about yet that you actually think is so important that the audience shouldn't miss it out? Uh, yeah, one of them, uh, I, I can hear my co-founder whispering in my ear now, he's not here, but Hampus, he, he loves async, because he's like our internally async uh, master. And, and this for those is, like me who don't yeah, know what async, async is. is. Asynchronous, so it's not live. So mm. he's like distributed team, remote, async. And, yep. and the power with video is that you can reuse it and reuse it and watch it again. So. Uh, we actually have examples when we do our own prospecting that we send a VAM and then the email got open hundred times, watched by like 25 different sales managers because they are just sending it around. Like, look at this. So mm. this is something I really want to remember all that's listening to that. Mm. If you do, if you train yourself to do good enough videos, you can get so much bang for the buck. You can actually really scale yourself. This is why one of the reasons why I found the VAM because one of my superpowers as an entrepreneur and a salesperson is my passion. My, I, I'm super passionate and I, I've always been loving what I'm selling. And you can't do that with email. People can't feel your passion. But with VAM or another video tool, you can scale yourself. So I can, right now, I'm my, one of my video courses are doing impacts to hundreds of people uh, in, in just one or two days. So, so this is like, you listen, remember that except all these stats and etc. Yes, mm. video is scalable. Mm. Video is like the only tool where you actually, if you, you if you can't like be at a super big stadium, but even then they won't feel close to you. But video is, I would say, the only tool where you as a salesperson can feel close to all your customers' prospects and you can have 1 million at the same time watching you. Thank you so much for sharing. Now it's time for the thing that you gave me feedback about. You said, Vilma, I think that the earlier podcast or someone should record a question that the podcast guest is to answer. <laughs> and now today, this is you, Yusef. How does this feel? Amazing. I, 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 I love when I give advice, input or feedback and people are actually taking action on it. Because the worst thing is when you, when you think you said something smart and you know you said something smart at least and the other person like, I, I will do something, but they did. I hate when people don't take action. So th this is like dream scenario. If I could <laughs> give you some uh, input and you take, you execute on it and now we will see something live. Yeah, uh, I agree. I agree. I'm glad you see it this way. And I will try now to um, fix the technique so you will both hear and see Michelle Mayer. She is the CEO of Wintergarten. So give me just a second. I will try to share screen. My name is Michelle C. Mayer. I'm currently the CEO at the HR tech company called Wintergarten. And my question for you is, 
what is your holy grail to good B2B sales leads? <laughs> like, yeah, that is the holy great question. So that is like a hard question. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a super tricky question. And uh, I mean, uh, everyone who has, who I had the pleasure to record with, everyone gets a little bit nervous coming to this. And of course, I mean, they could talk about anything, ask about anything, and you have to wing it. And now I gave you some extra time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so, so the holy grail with B2B says, I would say is that you actually, yeah, I've, I've learned this the first two years with VAM. So uh, you need to really know your messaging and you really need to know your ICP. Uh, that, that is the holy great to me because before we didn't know that and it, we burned so much leads. Yeah, yes, because of that. Uh, so if you know, uh, your messaging, basically, what problem, big problem are you solving to what ICP? What is your ideal customer profile? Then, then you really, I would say you are, you have found your, the holy grail because you can. And you record a video on that, that is personalized with the macros and yeah. their home. Yeah, exactly. Then it's just a number game. Numbers game, and it's so easy to scale up. And there is where, where we are right now. And that is why, why I have a top of mind, maybe talking about Holy Game, because I know that my two problems and my pitch, and when I'm doing that, is like billion dollar pitches, because those problems are, are so big. So, so that, that is the Holy Grail. Know, you, know the problem you solve connected to the messaging and ICP. Yeah, mm. that is my answer. Thank you. I love it. And I'm sure that Michelle will like it too. And now we'll. Uh, uh, round up this podcast interview. Uh, I thank our sponsors, Yada Yada, that edits every episode, and Story of You, who helps us develop this podcast show, becoming better and better, hopefully, each time. So now it's my time, Yusef, to ask you who else you would like to maybe yourself listen to in this podcast. It's preferably someone I mean, passionate about operation excellence, OPEX. It could be sales operations, bioenablement, revenue, digital operations, whatever that has a nice buzzword <laughs> with it. <laughs> oh, well, I, I, of course, I should have thought about this before since, since uh, it was the, when I got the question. So who would I really? But I know you, you know a lot of great people uh, and it could also be several, several. So it doesn't have to be the one, the one and only. I think if you haven't had her yet, I think uh, Emma Valin and now Monta is uh, mm. really inspiring when it comes to revenue operations and sales and B2B sales. So I agree uh, with you. So shout out to you, Emma Valin. Uh, and uh, then I, I would like to listen to one of Eric at Quinix. He's his closest uh, manager, yeah, yeah, he's sales director or VP of sales uh, on Quinix because I think Quinix, they are crushing it. I think they are growing so fast and really inspiring. So, so one of the like top people at Quinix regarding revenue slash sales mm. operations. I have some good connections there, so I will definitely reach out. Uh, and I agree, that would be very interesting to hear. They have had a uh, super interesting and very successful journey. Great, great. Thank you for that. And if I want to get in contact with you, how do I do? Do I send an uh, an video through MMS or <laughs> how does this work? <laughs> the, 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 easiest, the easiest way for you that's listening, yes, if you are not connected on LinkedIn, uh, add me on LinkedIn, Joseph Harrison, you see my name there. And uh, if you actually want to ask me or book, uh, book a meeting or talk, et cetera, I would recommend email, not, not right on LinkedIn, because that is quite, can be quite too much sometimes. So I would say, uh, then drop me an email at joseph at And th those two connect with me on LinkedIn uh, and email me. That is the easiest way to get quick contact with me. And, and can I also throw in here that I have a sure. podcast too, that if you are want to listen to, B2B SaaS CEOs, uh, check out B2B SaaS CEOs. That is the name of my podcast uh, with where I interview cool, uh, only B2B SaaS CEOs then, but uh, yeah. Thank you for that. And I was like waiting for you to do the bit commercial part, but thank you <laughs> for grabbing that possibility. And uh, as I said in the beginning, I listened to one myself uh, just this week with uh, Johnny at Mantenieter. Uh, that was really great. 
and I love the approach that you want to be uh, world. Well, I did, I, this is not the word you used, so sorry for, uh, no, no, the, the, for for quoting you wrong here. But you want to be a really great CEO. That's yeah, the, the, exactly. The, the, the pitch you, here is: I want to be a world class B two B SaaS CEO. Ah, there we had it. <laughs> I have gotten to know my own flaws, uh, so mm. I realized, ah, oh, shit! I want to learn from the best. So why not doing it publicly and get inspire other people too? So. My goal with that podcast is that in, I, in five to 10 years, will be one of the best B2B socios out there. I'm certainly not that right now, but <laughs> in the future. But you are very curious. That, so I think, I mean, uh, obviously you have a great chance of becoming a really, really good CEO. And before I say thank you, thank you, thank you for joining and sharing your all expertise, I want to ask maybe not your favorite after work song then, but one of your favorite songs that makes you really happy and energized. What would you like to listen to then? I would say this is a song I play. I write down my personal goals still every day. I've been doing it mm -hmm. for 10 years and I did it. This is like my positive writing down goals song, but also the celebration song for the after movie of Business Podden Awards, where mm. you will you actually were a partner with Get Accept at an exit for like four, <laughs> yes. four years ago. So so I would I would say the song Starfields with Starfields with no. Hallman. It's like a, like a feel good lounge mini house. Yeah, that is like I have so much good feelings anchored to that song. So 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 that is that is something I would say right now. I have top of mind. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for joining. I wish you the best of weekends. Thank you for having me, Vilma.